0: Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org. And may God continue to bless you. If you would just clap your hands and give God praise one one more time. 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 Yeah, you can have your seat. There's a song in my, I don't know, you know it, I'm sure you do, but I can't sing to save my life. But it says something like, God knows the plans he has for me. He knows the thoughts he thinks towards me. And nothing is an accident. I'm alive because there's more. God knows the plans he has for me. He knows the thoughts he thinks toward me. And nothing is an accident. I'm alive because there's more. Y'all know that? I said, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm
1: alive,
0: I'm alive, and this is not an accident, I'm alive, because it, he didn't let me die, he didn't let me die. Let me, let me die, let me die,
1: let me die, and this is not an accident, I'm alive, because more. you're
0: alive, you're alive,
1: because more.
0: we're alive. God
1: more Oh
0: my God, oh my God, there's so much more He knows the plans he has for us. He knows the plans he has for us. And this is not the end. We've dealt with some hard things, but this is not the end. If he's brought us through before, he will bring us through again. Hmm. That's for the silent strugglers. (laughs) Reverend Piper said that's for the ones that suffer in silence. That's for the silent strugglers. Thank you, Lord. Genesis chapter 1, verse 22 is all we're going to read today. Genesis chapter 1. An accident. We're alive because there's more. Genesis chapter 1, verse 22 reads, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on earth. Conversation we're going to start this morning is a conversation about blessing. Look at your neighbor and say, I am blessed. Look at somebody else on the other side and say, I am blessed. Y'all, yeah, I don't have to preach, do I? Because it seems like y'all done received the word already. <laughs> I am blessed. There are multiple definitions for this word, Blessed. I just decided to look it up, and one of the definition is that God makes us holy or consecrated when he blesses us. He endows us with divine favor and protection when he blesses us. He brings pleasure or relief as a welcome contrast to what one has previously experienced, and that is a blessing from the Lord. And he used, it's used respectfully in reference to people who have gone on to be with the Lord. They were a blessing to me, or they were blessed, a blessing in my life. But I feel like in this verse, as we walk through the book of Genesis, I feel like it's important for us to identify that this is the first time God ever uses this word, Blessed. This is the first time in all of creation that God decides to bless what he created. He says to the birds, be fruitful and multiply. It says, and God blessed them. And he blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas. What I noticed in that was that God commands the birds and the fish to be blessed. And God also enables the birds and the fish to be blessed. Did you hear me? God says to the birds and to the fish, he blesses them. And the way that he blesses them is by saying, be blessed. Can you look at your neighbor and say, be blessed please just 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 work with me if you can just work with me for a second or two can you be blessed can you work with me just look at somebody and say be blessed god created the birds i don't have to yell do i god created the birds right and he created the fish And after he created the birds and he created the fish, he looked at them and he said, be blessed. Don't struggle to be blessed. Don't try to figure out how to bless yourself. Don't try to do what you already have the ability to do. All I want you to do is walk in the authority my word and be blessed. You ain't got to work at this. I've given you the commandment and I've given you the ability to be blessed. Turn that down. I'm I'm grateful that you got it up, but Lord Jesus, I'm going to hurt somebody's ears in here right quick. The problem comes where we recognize the forces outside of us that are oppressing us more than we recognize the commandment of God within us. We can look outside of us and say, yes, God, you told me to be blessed, but I don't know if I have the ability to reproduce. Yeah, God, you told me to be blessed, but I don't know if I have the ability to get the wealth that you told me to have. You told me to be blessed, but I'm not sure about me. This is what Moses did in Exodus chapter 3. Y'all know the story? God appeared to Moses in Exodus chapter 3 in a burning bush, in the form of a burning bush. And he appeared to him and told him exactly what he was called to do. Moses acknowledged the voice of God and even agreed with the need for God to intervene in the way that God said he would intervene on behalf of Of him and his people. He heard the word. He recognized the Lord. But then he made excuses. He heard the word. He recognized the Lord. And then he started to say, but God, you don't know enough about me. (laughs) Oh, my God, I feel churchy right here. You don't know enough about me. You must not have made me. You must not know the kind of man that I am. God, I, st- 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 I stutter. <laughs> I don't know how to talk right. I can't do this well. God, he says to God says to Moses says to God, but when it came time for Moses to be blessed, one one thing that Moses says to him, he says, he goes to this place of training. Moses went through this place of training. He went through this place of oppression. He went through this place of experience, and he tried to do all of the things that God called him to do on his own, but he failed. He failed miserably. And when God told Moses that he was blessed, God told Moses he was a chosen one. God told Moses he was the one who was commanded and empowered for the task that God told him to complete. He came up every excuse with every excuse. In verse 13 he says, "But if I go, the people won't recognize me because I'm a murderer." You can't use somebody to kill somebody. Can you? You can't use somebody with my background. Can you? If I go before the people, they're going to ask him, what authority am I coming? And all I have is my name right now. We don't even know what to call you. We don't even know what to say about you yet. I'm not enough to bless your people. How is it that you're sending me to a people that need you and all they're going to look at is me? And God replied to him with specificity, And ambiguity, write that down for Wednesday. God responded to him with specificity and with ambiguity. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to this people of Israel, I am has sent me. Now, the next chapter, there's a whole bunch of other conversation that continues. God shows up to Moses in this burning bush, and Moses continues his conversation with God. In chapter 4, verse 1, he says, but they won't believe me. And God transforms what he has in his hand to show him that ordinary things can be transformed when they're submitted to God. Hear me when I say it. He transforms it so that he can know that ordinary things can be transformed when they're submitted to God. And he gives him signs of sickness in his own body only to heal him immediately so that he would understand that at his word, everything is established. This showed Moses' obedience is all that God is asking for. He's not asking you to be the miracle worker. He's just asking you to lay yourself down at his feet. The things that you think are ordinary are the very things that God is going to use to make you extraordinary in the world. You don't think you're anything special, but your God bless you can change someone's life forever. You may not think you have it all together, but your presence in the place where chaos is, your ability to bring peace in times of storm are all that God wants to use so that people's lives can be changed forever. You may not know who you are in the kingdom of God, but just show up. Show up and watch God take your ordinary and use it and make it extraordinary. Then Moses says, "But God, I am not eloquent in speech, neither in past or in the past or in the presence, since I have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of tongue that 's verse ten in Exodus four. and God says that 's okay because guess what you 're not by yourself in this <laughs> You may think you're all alone in this task that God's given you, but you're not by yourself in this. He said, I'm going to give you your brother Aaron. You know he can speak well. I'm going to send him for you. I'm going to tell you what to say. You're going to tell him what to say, and he's going to have the words and the ability to communicate so the people can hear you, and then they can hear me. They will hear my voice By you communicating to Aaron and Aaron communicating to the people. Saints, if there is an assignment today, I need you to understand that what God's placed you on, the road he's placed you on, he's not placed you on that road alone. He's not placed you on the road to your destiny to go all by yourself. He's given people to walk with you through this journey. And then he went back and he went to his father to get the final blessing. And when he went back to his father figure, you know, Jethro, he went back to his father figure, hoping that his father figure would say, yeah, no, you ain't taking my baby girl nowhere. But what did Jethro say? Jethro said, go in peace. Moses was trying to find the last blockade for his obedience to God. How many times have you looked for the last place to be blocked so that you could say, God, I can't do it. But God says, go in peace anyway. It's a beautiful thing, this story of Moses' willingness to follow God. But it's upsetting to me, saints. We've talked about this story about God overcoming Moses' um, opposition over and over and over again. But it's upsetting to me. Why is it upsetting to me? Go ahead, ask me why it's upsetting to me. Thank you. I appreciate you. It's upsetting to me because this conversation should have ended in in Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. When Moses said, I don't know who to tell them is going with me, God said, and I'm going to have to read the script. I'm going to have to read some scripture to you. I know it might be boring to some of you, but y'all going to get the word today. Moses said, I don't know who to say is going with me. And God said this. God said, I am who I am. And he said, thus you will say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Okay? Now that should have been enough. But God keeps talking. And when he keeps talking in 15, he says, moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the leaders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, appeared to me saying, I have surely visited you, and I have seen what is done to you in Egypt. And I I have said, I will bring you out of the affliction to Egypt, to the land of the Canaanites, and to the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And he's still arguing. And then he says, and they said, I will heed your voice. And you shall come and you sh- the elders of the children and to the kings of Egypt. And you shall say to them, the Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us. And now please let us go three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord. But he's still uh-huh. arguing. God is talking so much. And he's still Arguing. The problem that I have with Moses is that he hears God, he recognizes God, but he can't see God for looking at himself. He can't see God for looking at himself. God spoke clearly, he knows the Holy God of Israel. He knows the voice of the Lord. He's walked with God. He's done everything God's commanded him to do. And when it's time for him to do what God said in the moment to make God's name great, he looks at himself. What is going on? Moses looked at himself instead of realizing that God was the one that was going to change everything. He decided to focus on what he couldn't do instead of what God promised to do. Saints, God's given us promises. God's given us vision. God's given us ability, talent, and instruction. And we are sitting on our tails. Todd to do more, and He's done everything He's promised (laughs) He would do. He's giving you everything that you need to be the change that we're looking for in the earth. He's spoken to you and you've heard Him. He's shown up for you and you've seen Him. He's been in your face and you recognize Him when it's time to take a step. You say my hip hurts. (laughs) You say my bunions ain't working today. say my shoes are a little too tight. When all you gotta do is believe God for better shoes. (laughs) My God. All you gotta do is believe the Lord will give you exactly what he said he would give. Take your ordinary, lay it at the feet of Jesus. You hear what I said? I said take your ordinary, lay it at the feet of Jesus and watch him perform the miracle that he's commanded in your life. You have an assignment. I wrote down if you have an assignment, but the blood of Jesus, we all have an assignment. You have an assignment, and you are worried about your inability instead of God's ability. If I have an assignment today, my assignment is to remind everyone in this church that God is already giving you everything that you need To be blessed. He's commanded you and he's enabled you. Did you hear me? He's commanded you. He didn't suggest that you be blessed. He commanded that you be blessed. (laughs) Slow down because I'm looking at people and I'm watching. I'm seeing that God just wants to take you from where you are right to where he wants you to go. And you're scared. (laughs) My Lord, I feel prophecy in the room. (laughs) You're scared. You're scared because the Lord wants to do what you don't think he will maintain in your life. But he's faithful. Who promised. He gave you a vision. Operate in the vision he gave you. He gave you an idea, occupy in the idea that he gave you. He gave you talent, use the talent that he gave you, not for your own glory, but for the glory of God to be revealed in the world today. He's already given you a vision, go after it. He's given you a dream, go after it. He's made you the priest of your home, so believe God for household salvation. Can I get an amen there? He's made you a priest of your home, so believe God for household salvation. He's given you power to get wealth, so use the little things he's given you so that you can get what God has promised you. If you need joy, receive the joy. Of the Lord. Receive the joy of the Lord. If you need hope, receive the promise of God for hope to be restored in your life today. If you need faith where you're saying right now, Lord, I believe you. I've seen you. I've heard you. I understand you. But I don't know if you'll do it for me. You already know that he promised you. So receive the promise of God. For far too long, saints, we've heard God, but we've not believed God. Did you hear me? For far too long, we've heard God, but we haven't believed God. Today is the day for us to believe that God will do what he said he will do. Today is the day for us to stop walking in fear. Today is the day for us to stop walking in our own strength. Today is the day for us to stop doing what we think God wants us to do because that's the safe move. And do what God told us to do, which is the risky move. To step out and be willing to sink. You ain't hear nothing I said. <laughs> To step out and be willing to sink. Because if God doesn't catch you. But I believe you enough that I'm going to walk on this water. (laughs) I believe you enough that I'm going to do what I can't keep myself in. I'm going to do something that I have to trust you through. We've been safe for far too long. We've been safe for far too long. That's why our babies are dying in these streets. That's why there are so many people in these streets that are worried about if they're going to live when they get home or not. Because we've been doing the safe thing, making sure that we would get home safely. Not doing what God's called us to do and protecting our brother and our sister. We are working when God called you to be an entrepreneur. I feel like I'm in church all by myself. (laughs) You're working still, and God called you to be more than just the employee. You're an individual contributor when God's called you to director level. the only reason why you're still there is not because God's give not given you what you need to go further it's because you don't trust him everyone standing everyone standing everyone standing Today is the day to restore your trust. God commanded you to be blessed. God has enabled you to be blessed. So look at your neighbor and say, Be blessed. Don't be afraid. To be blessed. Don't walk in fear. Walk in the blessing of the Lord. Every head bowed, every eye closed, but I don't know if I can do that still. I'm not sure if I really trust God the way that God's communicated for me to trust him. I'm not sure if I walk out of this comfort zone that I'll still be able to maintain my life and livelihood. I'm not sure that I can actually trust the God of my salvation. He's been my Savior. But I don't know if I can trust him to be my Lord. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Ain't nobody going to be embarrassed in this room. Why? Because I've been there myself. Hear me when I say it. Nobody online is going to be embarrassed. Why? Because I've been there myself. Yes, God called me to different places, and I knew that it was the voice of the Lord. I knew that it was God that was saying go. And I said, yeah, no, I'm okay. Because I can't see myself doing that. I can't see myself successful there. I can't see myself being all that you've created me to be. If that's you right now, just lift your hands before the king. I don't want you to go anywhere. Just lift your hands before the king. If that's you right now... Lift your hands. Type it in the screen. Say yes, it's me. Just if it's you right now, lift your hands before the King and surrender your everything to Him. Now I can't do it for you. I can't do. I can't throw your ordinary down. I can't throw your staff down. You've got to take what God gave you and throw it down. You've got to take what God's given you and lay it at the feet of Jesus. And in this moment, as you do that, I just want to say a quick prayer, quick prayer, quick prayer. God, I thank you. I thank you that you're faithful who promised. I thank you that you've commanded us to be blessed and that you've enabled us to be blessed. And today we give our ordinary to you. We ask God today that you would allow for everything that you've done in us and with us, through us and for us, to be revealed in time for your glory. Where we don't trust you, help us to trust you more. Where we can't believe what you've said about us, help us to believe you even more. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you. We receive your commandment to be blessed. And we receive your ability to be blessed. And from this day forward, we renounce fear. And we decide to walk in faith. I wish there was a praising church right there. (laughs) We renounce fear. And from this day forward, we decide to walk in your faith. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Can you clap your hands and give God praise? The doors of the church are open. The doors of the church are open. Saints, we can't go anywhere in fear. We can't go anywhere in fear. There is so much for God's people to do. <laughs> and we can't do any of it if we're bound by fear. That's the trick of the enemy. I said the doors of the church are open. If anybody want to be saved, come on here right now. If anybody, need, if anybody needs to, wants to join the church, come right now. If anybody wants to be restored in faith... Come now. You can't do anything in fear. <laughs> you can't do anything in fear.
1: I will be with You gotta walk in faith.
0: so much that God has for all of us. But you'll never receive it My Lord. if you're afraid. Jesus. Do you hear me? Jesus. My God, this is a word from the Lord for me and for you. You'll never receive the promise of God if you remain A person who operates in fear. If you're afraid to be saved and to give your life to Christ, he's got the power to hold it all together. And I say that because you need to realize you don't have the power (laughs) to hold it all together. You saying yes to God is not you saying yes to your own power and authority. You saying yes to God is saying, I don't have any power. I need your power and I need your wisdom. I need your authority to wash over me. And for those of us who have already accepted Christ, you will never receive the promise of God if you operate from a place of fear. I don't know if I can say it enough. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to get over this place of fear so that you can go to where God has called you to be. When it was time for Moses to make the statement that he needed to make and do the thing that he needed to do, first thing he asked was, Who's going? And he said, I am that I am. It's <laughs> the one that's sending me. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts, please. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts, please. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts, please. Let's receive the benediction. We'll have Bible study. Just remember this week, there's um, Vacation Bible School. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? All right. Keep me right. Keep me right now. Help me out. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 o'clock. You can find the link on the website. Is that right? All right, yes. Hallelujah. You find the link on the website. And we won't compete. We will not compete with Bible study. I mean, with um, Vacation Bible School on Wednesday night. We're going to give that night to Vacation Bible School. So there will not be Bible study this week, saints. Hello? You hear me? Amen. There will not be Bible study this week. We're going to yield to Vacation Bible School. All right? I'm going to yield to Vacation Bible School. What we're also going to do is act in what God's communicated to us, and we are going to be a praying church. That's real weak. We're going to operate in what God's communicating. We're not just going to hear the word of the Lord. We're going to do the word of the Lord, and we are going to be a praying church. We're on 5th Fridays, and we've been praying every Friday. On 5th Fridays, we're going to come together and allow the Holy Spirit to wash over us in presence, in word, and in prayer. So come. Come. You heard I say come. Just come to church. Wednesday, um, Friday night, forgive me. 5th Friday, not this Friday, but the next Friday. Don't get it wrong because I had to write it on my calendar. The next Friday, not this one, but the next one. Come to church. And just sit in God's presence and get renewed in your faith. Hear what God is saying to you in the moment so that you can respond with what God's communicating and operate in faith. Amen. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever and all of god's people said amen Amen. god bless you all you're dismissed have a beautiful week